Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. This episode is brought to you by Selfhood. If you know me, then you know that small talk makes me want to jump out of a window. I far prefer meaningful conversation and a chance to share my many, hopefully not unsolicited opinions. With Selfhood, you can actually get paid to share your thoughts. Selfhood amplifies and highlights the stories, experiences, and passions of Gen Z and late millennials slash millennials like myself as well as getting the voices of our generation heard by brands and organizations. They update their platform weekly with live paid briefs for the collective to get involved with. Follow the Instagram at Selfhood Collective and click the link in their bio to create your profile. When you get to the where did you hear about us section, respond with Sophia sent me. That's S-O-F-I-A, by the way. From there, start making money for voicing your unique opinion. This episode is also brought to you by Pick a Disc. Pick a Disc is a podcast that sees host Matt speak to guests about the albums that they want to talk about for whatever reason they want to. Part of its reasoning for existing is because Matt is drawn to the reasons people like the music that they like. It's also a reason for him to listen to music that he's never listened to before. But ultimately, Pick a Disc aims to be positive and celebrate everyone's love of their favorite music. I got to go on recently to talk about my love of the album Sleep Well Beast by The National. This episode contains language and content of an explicit nature. Listener discretion is advised. Before a song is released, a record is produced, or a chorus is written, the musicians that write them think a lot. They live a lot. And they feel a lot. Before the chorus dives into the stories and experiences that shape these artists and, ultimately, the music we hear. I'm your host, Sophia Lobercaro, and this episode's guest is Fauna Hughes. Fauna Hughes is an R&B artist based in Los Angeles. Her new album, Flora Fauna, is as refreshingly botanical as it is dizzyingly psychedelic. More importantly, it's a beautiful scrapbook of musings on heartbreak, sex, situationships, and the growth that comes with them. Well, we're going to talk about your new album, Flora and Fana. And actually, it's not the first time that I have a record on this podcast with the same name, minus the obvious slight really? difference. Yeah, there's um, an artist from the UK named Billy Martin, and she put out an album last year called Flora Fauna. Oh, so that's obviously, cool. yeah, it's a beautiful album. Highly recommend. Um, 
Obviously, the spelling's a bit different because you spelled it Fana, F-A-N-A, as in your name. She spelled it F-F-L, or no, not L, F-A-U-N-A. Yeah. Like, trying to spell it in my head. But yeah, so it's kind of funny that the name's coming up again, but they're two totally different albums and two equally beautiful Mm -hmm. albums, so that's kind of all that's important at the end of the day. Um, So getting straight into it, first of all, I mean... Where am I even going? I realized I was looking at the wrong note. This is why we have editing. It's all good. Um, All right. So I feel like this album, it flows really beautifully. And I kind of feel like it's sort of this like ride going through the ups and downs of processing a breakup. Is that fair to say? It's very fair to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And before we kind of get into like the nitty gritty of that, um, I'm going back actually to the name of the record, which is Florifana, because a lot of the sounds, even some of the sort of like lyrical, um, I guess, imagery in it feels very floral. It feels feels very like attached to the natural world. It almost feels like spring in a way to me. <laughs> um, and so I guess I was wondering, what's the, the sort of connection between that sort of, again, very like floral spring-like feeling to the theme of the album for you? Well, um, I'm a spring baby, first off. My birthday isn't spring, um, and I sometimes call myself a spring chicken. But I made the album, I made, um, I titled it Flora and Fauna because one, when I was uh, when I was young and people would like meet me and they would, I would say my name is Fauna, they'd always would say, oh, like Flora and Fauna. Um, and that was one of the reasons I named it Flora and Fauna. And then also I wanted to make a project that like, that basically was like the way that I relate to the world and the way that I feel the world relates to me um, through like the eyes of, yes, like I'm going through a breakup in the, in the project, but then there's also like a lot of self-reflection in it. And so I wanted the instrumentals and like, again, some of the lyrics um, to reflect that. Like I wanted everything to be cohesive and to sound like a complete thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another thing I kind of thought of was, you know, we often see spring as a sort of period of rebirth, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which felt very appropriate, especially as we get into the kind of latter half of the album, which is very reflective to your point. Mm -hmm. It's like, again, it's the again, the flowers coming back out of the ground after, right, I guess, been, you know, crinkled and frozen and, you know, (laughs) plowed into the earth. Right. During the winter. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of works. But I guess, you know, I I wanted to briefly make that that aside because I thought it was really important to discuss. But from here, honestly, this is one of those records where I feel like I want to go pretty much in order of tracks. I don't Mm -hmm. do it for every episode, but whenever I feel like there's a a particular story in the order or at least somewhat of a through line, Mm -hmm. I feel like this is just a good way to go. So with that, we're going to start with Moscato, Um, which by the way, is supposed to be a wine that's very floral in flavor. So that was another one that I was like, she thinks of everything. (laughs) What's crazy is, okay, so like with every project that I do, I feel like I, I go in I'd be going in open-minded, right? So Moscato, it's the first, it's the first song on this project um, intentionally. But I will say when I was writing it, I really was not thinking like, oh, this wine sound like, you know, it's kind of floral. I don't even think I had the title of the project yet. Yes, I did. I did have it. But when I was when I was writing it, um, I was like up in Big Bear 
and a friend of mine was like playing um, guitar and I just felt very like, I don't know, I, I, I was feeling down on myself. I was really feeling shitty. Um, and I had been drinking. I wasn't drinking <laughs> Moscato. So I don't know what, like, I don't know why, like I just freestyled it pretty much. And I don't really know why um, I said Moscato. It just like came through me and I was just like, oh, that's what it's supposed to be. Like it's supposed to be Moscato, but that song in particular, I again was feeling like down on myself and I didn't want to wallow in it though. And so I was like, all right, I need to like pick myself up. Like I need to, to get out of it. That's why um, in the lyrics, um, I say like today's the day that I'm going to solve them talking about my problems like because I was swallowing my problems when things get really rough for me I am going to sleep or you know like I will have a drink <laughs> so I was in like this cycle of doing that and and I wanted to get out of it and I was I wasn't drinking Moscato but I was drinking something fruity so that's probably why I said like oh Moscato just wanted to sound a little fancier than what mm. I was actually drinking which was probably I mean it's shit. definitely a word that like rolls off the tongue I'm like trying right. to think of like a name of a wine that just really sounds clunky but I can't think of one off but yeah I mean I definitely kind of labeled this first section of the album this is very much like the the down like down down yeah kind of you know we're wallowing in, mm -hmm. in the, we're mm -hmm. drinking you right know? and whereas i feel like moscato kind of you know yes like everybody not everybody but a lot of people you know have a drink to ease the mm -hmm. you know the rough edges of life but it definitely feels more like that's kind of the image that anyone kind of first thinks of when a breakup happens is someone you know right. drinking themselves away whereas when we get into breakfast i feel like we get even deeper because you know you're starting to say like you know like i forgot to have breakfast this morning it's kind mm -hmm. of like we're seeing what the hurt like really really looks like we're not just seeing the you know the knocking back like a nice right glass of wine right. anymore yeah for me breakfast like um uh like forgetting to eat breakfast is something that i do quite often I oftentimes forget to eat breakfast, but um, in this particular breakup, the person that I was with thought that I was going crazy, that I didn't want to be with them anymore, pretty much, you know? And so um, that's why, like, I, start, I started off with, like, I must have left my heart where my head is, you know? Like, well, I'm going, like, full-fledged this way now, so I must be crazy. Um, and yeah, it it is. It's sad. It was like a it was like a bittersweet though. I will say, breakfast for me is bittersweet because it's like yes, I am sad that this you know relationship didn't work out and I'm done with it and I have these memories of you glistening you know in my memory, but I'm also ready to move on if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I was like like I'm sorry but goodbye you know. Yeah, yeah. I felt that. I think even more like what you're saying on the next song pieces because I, I feel like there's a lot of reckoning happening in that song mm -hmm. and like we're really 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 starting to talk about it mm -hmm. I know I, I know I didn't initially read it in breakfast obviously it's there that's why we're discussing it you know like I'm not going to catch everything because I'm not the person that wrote it and that's <laughs> why I love these conversations because mm -hmm. you know I get to actually understand you and why you know, you write things the way that you do. But anyway, uh, going into pieces more, there was a couple lines in it that like really, really, really stood out to me, which I'm going to pull up. The first one was what I do believe in. The light in your eyes or the dark I see, rose-colored mm -hmm. visions, picturesque, pretty as overgrown meadow grass. Mm -hmm. That for me, again, was like the, 
like it's again it is a reckoning it is like I'm realizing that I was looking at you through literally rose-colored glasses Mm -hmm. I wasn't realizing maybe how flawed you actually are as a person (laughs) yeah so pieces like pieces is actually it was about a situationship that I was in Ah. Uh, situationship so it's like a situationship that could go like that could turn into something beautiful or it could be completely shit um and so that that uh section that you just repeated the um like what do I believe in like the lighting your eyes like what do I what am I more attracted to like am I attracted to this toxic side or am I attracted to like the the you know like the the beautiful things um that you have if I'm being 110 percent honest um but yeah it was a situation ship that is deeply self-aware though (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. I don't know what it is I mean as much as you know we talk about like the bad boy trope and in literally every media story whatever forever but I wonder what it is that like you know makes those things so fascinating to us Mm -hmm. if we're like even like I don't know especially as like women in like you know a heterosexual women women just women generally that are attracted to cis men like mm-hmm. I don't know what it is like are we taught to like the bad boy or are we taught to like want to fix something I don't know I know? don't know either I I still have not figured that part out that's why I had to like put it in the song even though um it was unintentional like I didn't I didn't go to the studio that day like I'm gonna write about this nigga I'm talking to that don't nobody even know I'm talking like you know I, I didn't think that in my head but I can't not speak my truth when I'm writing so it just came out but um I don't know what it is I don't know why we like <laughs> I, maybe it's a pa- I don't know I can't even say it's the passion because I don't know I'm just I have not figured that out but it is something that I would like to figure out like what's yeah. going on I, I don't know what it is either. Hopefully one day we'll all figure it out. That would be nice. Right. It'd be helpful. Um, It'd be helpful. <laughs> also speaking or elaborating on something else you said, like mentioning that this song in particular is about like a situationship. Are all of the songs about like the same person or the same breakup or are they kind of like a scrapbook of, I guess, almost like commonalities that have happened throughout like several relationships and like they're they're um they're for sure like a frankenstein of yeah one or like a a few people a frankenstein of a few people but it's because like you said the commonalities like they shared things you know i guess another lyric that i also really liked in pieces was this one which i'll read out again which was monday was ours catch me on the weekend but that's one of the ones that i couldn't quite figure out but it was just it just really stood out to me. So I'd mm-hmm. love to know what it means. So like in this particular situation, we were spending every day together for a certain period of time. Um, it's quite literal. Like literally Monday was ours. Like we would, we would link on Mondays. Like we would link together on Mondays and then basically spend the whole week together. And then that got cut into like only seeing each other on the weekends. Um, and it just, it, it looked like it, it was the beginning of the end, you know, if you will. Like we were together all the time. We would wake up together. Um, and then we started like, you know, like I'll just catch you or like I'll see you when I see you, you know? And so like that turned into like 
on the weekends sometimes, like Saturdays, you know, maybe. Yeah. That's quite literally what it was. <laughs> just dancing and falling apart. Yeah, that sounds really familiar. That's just, I think that's being a millennial or a Gen Zer. It's just, yeah. that's the way that things end. They just kind of fade out instead of right. there like, being like a hard end to anything. I'll catch you. Like, all right, now. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Well, that that's an annoying situation. It is. It is annoying, but I mean. It's so it annoying. Happens. We get over it. Yeah. You know? We got nice songs from it. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of, that's like the one beautiful thing I think about being a creative is that even when like shitty things happen, you kind of get to take them back and make them into something. And even if that doesn't, you know, completely solve whatever happened, it's like a little bit of a like, fuck you. Right. I made something beautiful out of this terrible thing. Right. You know? And yeah, I think there's something very special about that. Mm-hmm. Now, um, so we're getting into the next few songs of the album. There's there's a little bit of a change of pace here. And by yes. a little bit, I mean a, a lot of a change of pace here because we're going right into Bad Bad. And Bad Bad, she's saying what she's saying. You yes. Know? Mm-hmm. We know exactly what she's there for. You know? <laughs> it's the like, you know, and I'm sure this is something that is a through line, you know, after you've been out of a relationship for a while or out of a situationship and you're alone or whatever you know if you've been like isolated in some situation like um (laughs) you know like the we we get into that headspace that's a thing that happens you know yeah yeah. uh bad bad (laughs) yeah it's like speak about it whichever way feels like comfortable to you because i mean again she's about what she's about so right Yes. I yes. love that bad. I have oh, a yeah. feeling for it that is coming. That's like chef's kiss, honestly. Oh my um, God. But yeah, bad, bad was just like me feeling myself. It was me like getting back into like, like I'm that girl. You know what I mean? Um, and again, can't even lie, being attracted to like a little bit of, you know, like going, still going, even though like you see a red flag, like if you that bad, like come show me. Like, let me see, you know, um, it's a little bit of that, but also it's mainly me feeling myself and just, um, enjoying someone's company. Yeah. It's definitely, like I said, it kind or what I was kind of getting to when I said, we have a change of pace here. Like, this is very much like the high part of the album. This is yeah. where, you know, there's a lot of like self-love, you know, mm-hmm. just indulging in things for, for selfish reasons in a good way like not necessarily for someone else right. um it makes me think a lot of i don't know if you've listened to take me apart by kalela but that's like one of my I love her yeah it's one of my favorite <laughs> albums of all time but like that that song bad bad kind of reminds me in in terms of its like position on the album it reminds me a lot of let me know because yeah. you know you had like this album where the first half of it is like super like melancholic it's very like you know heartbreaky and then you get to let me know and it's just like right yeah it's like if you want to do this let's go if not right. like whatever either way. i'm just gonna mm-hmm. it ain't that deep either way it's, <laughs> either know, way it's not that deep yeah it's the it's that just pivot into like you know fuck it like yeah i'm not dealing with this past stuff anymore i'm gonna have my joy now and i'm gonna right party and do me you know yes enjoy my motherfucking self because exactly oftentimes like something that I did want to 
to be a reoccurring theme on this project is to like I just kept reminding myself to enjoy myself because I forget like I forget again I forget to eat breakfast I'll be doing things that I know are not good for me and I I forget to enjoy myself like I forget to be in the moment and so bad bad is me living in the moment and reminding myself to enjoy that shit okay because it's here and then it's gone yeah like to once again quote we said from Kalila, it ain't that deep. Sometimes it doesn't have to be. It Whether does not have as a relationship. Be. Sometimes it's even like this album's super reflective. Like you're also allowed this moment of like respite <laughs> and not, you know, just thinking and pondering too. Right. It's called balance. It's something we all need. It's literally called balance. Like that's what it is. Okay. We need it. There you go. Well, going into the next song, this is another one that I was kind of like. I think I have an idea of, of what she's there for, but I, I haven't quite placed her. Mm-hmm. And that's, of course, Rain, because, mm-hmm. I mean, it there's something very, like, tender and romantic about it. But I think because it feels like it's in this, like, I guess, post-relationship period, I guess it makes me wonder, like, is it, like, a kind of, not, not a rebound, because I don't think that's the right word for it, but, like, you know, like, something new after that, like, the past thing has been let go of. Yeah. Or is it maybe speaking to the future towards someone that isn't there yet? It was it was me, um, Rain. So it's it's me. It's it's two things. So it is like it's a it's a romantic song, but it's also a little nasty. Um, <laughs> but like, I wish it would rain so I can walk between the drops to show you. Um, like what I'm going to be looking like when the, what is it? Now I'm me forgetting my own lyrics. <laughs> it was gone when there ain't no fun. Um, basically I'm saying like, it's, I wish that I could show this person what or how I am in tough situations. So like that, that to me is a little bit romantic. Like I, I promise you I could hold the weight baby. Like, you know, that's basically what I'm saying. Um, but I put it after bad bad because I felt like they complimented each other really well um we're just feeling like a little like sexy you know uh and I don't do that enough I feel I don't be in like my sexy bag enough so I wanted to like you know put them near each other because they they complimented each other sonically and like lyrically and like within the story because it's it is me being like I can like hold this weight if things were to get serious um in this situation or in this whatever it is that we're doing right now but it's also me being like a little sexy like i i rain you know (laughs) (laughs) we get it yeah Uh, luckily this is definitely a a podcast where you know this kind of content is welcome this is not a podcast for children is what i'm saying not for them babes it's not for the babies (laughs) sorry kids don't listen to this Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, I mean, look, and also, like, you know, it's it's beautiful to also see this sort of, like, flexibility between, you know, whatever is supposed to be casual or serious or whatever. It's kind of, like, one, there is, it can be beautiful, it can be sexy, whether it is, like, a one-time thing or a long-term depth and vulnerability can be sexy, mm-hmm. um, just physical attraction can be sexy, and it's just, like, it kind of gives a sense of like, again, openness and this idea that just kind of everything is welcome in a mm-hmm. sense, mm-hmm. you know, like you're kind of accepting whatever is going to happen for you. Yes, literally that. Um, again, like I was saying, like it, it could go 
at that point, and because I was in the same situation ship, at that point, like it was either going to go this way or that way. I was open to either. Again, it's not that deep, but um, I did want it to like be known that like I'm I am good either way. Like I'm here for it being something more. If you want to try it out, I'm cool with that. I also am cool with going this way. Like I'm I'm good. I am good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well. Again, I think that's like a good spot to like, you know, like cap off those two lovely songs because I think mm-hmm. we've really, you know, covered them in their their full context. Next one, for me, this just feels like such a self-love song. That's High Roller. Like, roll. It's, you know, we're, we're loving ourselves now. And this is another one that had like a really good lyric that I was like, yes, and I need to find it. Going <laughs> to scroll through my notes. Um, bum ba dun 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 why can't I find the lyric? Didn't I write it down? Oh, that's going to bother me if I didn't. Oh, yes. Thank you. It's the line. I forget the line that comes before it, but basically the the particular line was, I'm holy ghosting, which is just like, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because, yes, like, I don't know, because like, obviously when we think of like ghosting nowadays, it's often like a negative thing. But this to me almost feels like I'm just I'm piecing out of something that doesn't isn't serving me. I love interpretation. <laughs> so like, so high roller is actually the opposite. Really? Not loving myself in high yeah. roller. I wasn't loving myself. Um, so like the lyric, I, it's, I got them spirits in me. Spirits meaning alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm holy ghosting. Like I'm off the shits. Like me and my friends have this saying, like, like I'm gonna be on my pockets tonight. Meaning like, I'm gonna fall. Like that's how drunk I'm gonna <laughs> Get oh, I'm gonna be on my really podcast tonight. Like oh, me, and my, yeah, me and my homegirls say that. But um, yeah, it was uh, got some spirits in me. I'm holy ghosting. I took a trip, doubled down. I'm a high roller. It was uh, yeah. I had like 2020, 2021. I was just I was wilding. I was really like really really wild in these streets for a second, a hot a hot second, and um. I had to, I had to like put it in there because it's, it's my truth. And it's something that I was, you know, I was out here doing. Um, I love that you, that you got self-love from it though. Like, I'm, yeah, <laughs> no, it's, like I, I love it's that though. Cause that image can, I guess, go either way. It can be yeah. very like, yeah. you know, like, especially when we think of like a flex track, if you think of the word like high roller, you're thinking like, you know, right. like someone who's. I think the literal meaning is like, you know, like someone who's gambling and is just like smashing it and they're winning mm-hmm. and they're picking up. But then it can also be kind of like the person that's flying too close to the sun as well. Yeah. So yeah. I guess because of that dual meaning, it's at least in my experience, it was easy to read it either way. And right. I guess I it's read it more. It's a bit of both. It's a bit of both because I actually was living in Las Vegas um, in 2019, 2020. And, um, I like, you know, Vegas is a gambling town. And when people would come to visit, like I, that's the only time I would really go out, like was when people would come visit me. And I was, you know, out there having a good old time, a good old terrible time, if you will. So yeah, that's, that's high roller. I love that you got self-love from it though. I'm literally going to go back and like, listen and read all the, cause art is like, it's open for interpretation, you know? So I love that you got self-love from it. Like I, that is very, very cool. That's really cool. 
I think the the beauty of like getting to do what I do here is, you know, I get to hear obviously what your actual meanings are. And that to me is really special because I want people to get to know, you know, the way that artists think and like Mm -hmm. their own life stories, obviously within the context of your own like kind of personal bandwidth and like what you're comfortable sharing. Like, obviously, I'm not like asking you to be like, okay, here's this person's name and like IP address. And let's, you know, literally that. (laughs) obviously, no, we like a boundary here. But um at anyway at the same time like just be obviously like while your story is kind of like the original story songs do take on a new life when new people mm-hmm. listen to them and i don't think that one invalidates the other like yeah. you know each the way that people listen to songs is going to give them a really valuable experience no matter which way they read it so mm-hmm. i agree yeah. i love that i was in um i was in this artist workshop uh from the time i was like 6 until now basically um, and we would do, we did like artist development and emotional literacy through art. And in the class though, like we would get a topic. Um, and I'm trying to think of what a topic would be where I would write high roller. If the topic was like, uh, mm, I don't know, just like being self-aware. Like, okay, so the the mentor, my mentor, her name is Layla Steinberg. She would give us a topic and like, this week I want you guys to write about self-awareness. We would go home, write a piece, come back, perform the piece, right? And then we would like break it down. So I learned like with the class, with everybody who was in the class, we would um, go through it and like workshop this piece. So that's very, I really, really like that you said you got self-love from it because that's something that like, it just reminded me of things that I would do in workshop um, where like I would write a piece and then I would be like, yeah, this is about this, that, and the third. And other people would be like, oh, really? Like, I got this from it. I got, it just opens your world up, you know, like to all the possibilities of like what your words could mean and like how people interpret them. And so I'm big on like um, being aware of how I affect people. So I really, really like that you said that. Like, that's really cool. Oh, well, I'm yeah. glad it was like, it like turned the meat, like, you know, like it flipped the song, but like, it's yeah. really cool. I like it. Good. Well, I mean, I'm glad like, you know, this is it almost gets to be like a living, breathing organism now and it's going to evolve and grow and change. Mm -hmm. Well, on that note, we're getting to I kind of grouped the next few songs all together because even though, you know, there's been a lot of learning throughout the whole album so far, the last few songs to me feel the most like overtly, deeply reflective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know i mean like here we're going into day by day which there includes the line i'm loving lonely which i think especially with all the ups and downs that have come before it mm-hmm. is such a profound line to me because it kind of seems to hold the contrast of both the i guess like loneliness is a good thing and loneliness is a bad thing almost there's, i don't know there's just something about that line that feels really potent and i'd love to like know more about well like we we as women um or just, you know, non-men, but like we're, we're told to, to uh, you know, find somebody and settle down. And like, it's like, when are you gonna find a man? You know, like that's something that we hear like often, like when are you gonna find a man? When are you gonna be with somebody? Like people are always just in my business, you know? Um, I felt like people are always in my business about like, uh, whether it be like family, even like industry now, like people, I, people, a lot of times, like, like people keep telling me like, oh, don't have a kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like people, like, like you have so much to do. Don't have a kid. I know that. Like, I know I have things to do. And so me, like, God, I'm loving lonely was me just like silencing, like all of the opinions on like the timeline of, 
you know, like my life and like things that I should be doing, things I shouldn't be doing. Um, and I really was just like enjoying silencing all of that out and trusting myself. Like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? Um, and I mean, I didn't get to go on a, a literal vacation, but like, I did need to like spend some time away from all of that, like all the opinions on what I should be doing, you know, with my life and like my body and like when I should be doing these things, when I should be having children and getting married and like all these things it's got to be especially annoying too when you have people on the opposite ends both telling you like like just really shoving their opinions in your face like it's not even like you have to fight one it's you're literally being pulled in two different directions Mm -hmm. pulled in like five different directions um and then also like if i'm being 110 percent honest like juggling uh like multiple careers it, it sometimes gets it gets too heavy and I need like a break. So day by day, it's one of my favorite songs. Like this, this cluster that I already know, I already know which ones you clustered together because I did the same thing. Yes. <laughs> but this cluster, like these are my favorite ones um, because it was like me remembering who the fuck I am, you know? And day by day is like the start of that. It's me like, like taking a stance and like taking my time back and, and, um, remembering who I am, like, and how I step and the things that I, I value. That's why I say like all the world is cellophane, like all this shit is fake. And at the beginning and the end of the day, if I am not cool with me and I'm not good with who I am, I have failed myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yes, yes, yes. Don't have literally <laughs> nothing else to add to that. So Again, once again, we're going to close the book on that one because she's mm-hmm. been very lovingly described and given her her full her full time. Um, yeah. Now, going into, I guess, the next couple of songs, Alibi and Wild Horses, those ones to me, like, really felt like, okay, now we're reflecting on a past relationship or past relationships and, mm-hmm. like, especially in contrast with, like, the kind of almost mourning that was happening in the early part of the album, being like, actually, you sucked. Like, you were, you know, like, I mean, first of all, I love, like, calling, like, in the song Alibi, like, saying that the person is my alibi, like, Mm -hmm. kind of almost making them this sort of character because this person always has an excuse. They, you know, they're always, Mm -hmm. you know back in a corner doing some stuff with someone else that they shouldn't be doing. Right. Um, you know, but yeah, like it's, again, it feels like this is the, these two songs for me feel like the, I have distance from this now mm-hmm. and I get to reflect on, you know, how I was treated and who these, this person or these people really were. I, um, I can sometimes be a little bit petty. So Alibi, <laughs> I did a little bit of pettiness, um, but it is mm-hmm. that it is me like distancing myself. And again, being reflective of like what the freak was going on in this situation, like swelling and falling, like, like that's literally me just breathing. Like it's just a sigh. Um, And that's just like me taking a moment and being like, what the freak am I in? How did I get here? Um, But there's a little petty, like I left my chain on your nightstand and I hope she sees it bling. (laughs) I was going to mention that exact line. Yeah, it's a, a little bit petty, but it's like, I ain't even worried about you because I got something else going on over here. Oh, yeah. And I think um, we're all allowed, like, a tiny little bit of petty. I know, like, yeah. I have my things where I'm, like, you know, p- 
people who were like shit to me for the large majority of things like I wish them well like you know but there's like that little bit of like you know like I interview artists and I live in Los Angeles and you were a dick so fuck you like you know (laughs) there's just that little and it's just like "Mm." Mm -hmm. it's sweet like it it tastes sweet like I like it um (laughs) and maybe I'll grow out of it maybe maybe when I I don't know turn 30 I'll grow out of it but I got some time but yeah, it was me being a little bit petty in there. And then also, I can't lie, I wanted to write um, a lullaby. Like I wanted to write like a petty lullaby in a sense. So like the, now I lay me down to sleep, you know, mm-hmm. like time run out. I, can't, I didn't gain a week. It was me like stressing over the situation. Um, that part, like that, that was me stressing over the situation. And the second verse is me being like, you know what? Mm-hmm you're actually lame, you know, like you're lame, but I'm also going to leave this over here for her to see and then start a fight. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. In a way you're probably going to help her out too. Right. Shoot. It's like, get yourself out of this. Get situation. out girl. Get out. Like yeah. it doesn't even have to be like a, you know, like uh, you stole my man thing. It can be actually like, right. save yourself. Get Literally. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. so, like, get out there. Yeah, I'm doing and your favorite, honestly, girl. <laughs> the same with uh with Wild Horses. Like Wild Horses, um, like the the opening line, all of the grass has turned and you don't come round no more. Like you know, like when you have a, a home, and the man usually will mow the lawn and like take care of those things. But like obviously he hasn't been there for a while, so the grass has turned and um, but the next line, I don't know if I care. Cause you're never there. Go be a rolling stone. Like go do what it is you need to do. Leave me the hell alone. Cause I'm, I'm cool. Um, but that's why I, I grouped those two together as well. Like they were at that point, I was at a point where I was just like, all right, like I see, I can, I can see the full field. I see what it is you doing. I'm not cool with it. So I'm leaving, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, it's allowing yourself to detach and like be like, I'm not going to hold on to this. You know, exactly. I'm not going to put this weight on my shoulders. Like, why? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get, get out. <laughs> and also, it do- I do like from like the kind of sonic perspective that it has a little bit of like the old Western feel, especially in the yeah. intro. Like mm-hmm. we like the little nod to that. So, yeah, very nice. Well, yeah, I love my things to be like cinematic. I love my instruments oh, yes. to be cinematic. So I was like, mm, this sounds like a movie. It sounds like an old Western. So I was like, this sounds like an old Western. That's also why I use like the grass has turned. Like I don't talk like that, but it, it just, it made me feel that. Like it made me feel like I was in an old Western. So I wrote the song as if I was in one, yeah. um, but just like applied it to my current situation that I was in, but yeah. I think that's fun, though. It's just you letting yourself be creative. It's not like you're becoming mm-hmm. a different person. It's just right. telling your story through a different lens. Through a different lens. Yep. There you go. Very, like, mm-hmm. sepia-tinged lens. I don't know. Lots of hay. Right. Yeah. No, I was, like, on a... Honestly, when I heard the beat, I was, like... Um, I saw, like, a, a woman on a train, like, an old train with all of her belongings. And, like, she's just looking out at the desert like watching the desert pass her by and just like replaying everything in her head. Like that's what I saw. And that feels weirdly appropriate. Again, it's it's a literal manifestation of distance. Like yeah. distancing yourself. Literally like I'm out. I'm yeah. gone. Your subconscious is really like here. <laughs> literally. 
it's something that like we like artists talk about a lot like like it coming through you but it does like it really does just come through you it's like even the things that I didn't necessarily realize played into the theme fully played into the theme and it's being completely like tapped in and like having the vision like I feel like since I had the vision of the project so um clear in my mind that my subconscious mind and everything that I was like attracting to me just played into that you know oh totally mm-hmm. I think like I know from the very 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 little writing that I do as a hobby too is like when I kind of get an idea in my head often it's very rare that I can like write everything down immediately right like, sometimes it'll just pour out but most of the time it'll just be like I'm suddenly just drawn to an idea and I kind of need to be like okay I like this idea I'm gonna kind of it's almost like setting an intention. It's like you're kind of putting yeah. it on the shelf and then you let your subconscious mind start to go to work. And then right. the more you come back to it, the more those things have kind of been mulling there because you kind of told your brain, you're like, this is something I want to think about more. So do your thing. Um, and then it kind of just does. Yeah. And it's like out of your hands and it just does it. And then it's like, oh, 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 like all oh, this makes sense together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Love well, it. on that note, we're going to get to the last two songs, which, I mean, first we'll talk about In Line, which to me has a lot of similar sentiments to Day by Day. It's very mm-hmm. much, you know, letting things be what they are, literally letting things fall into line. Mm-hmm. I know, it just feels very accepting. Yeah, I wrote those two, um, like, at the same time, basically. That's why they feel, you know, a little similar. I wrote them at the same time, and Fall In Line was the last song that I wrote for this. And um, Fall in Line was me, hmm, how do I put this? Uh, I don't usually talk about like social justice issues in my music, but I want to, I want to talk about them more. And so Fall in Line is me talking about like being black here in America and like um, the things that I have been like fed to accept and not wanting to, but being told like to fall in line, you know, mm-hmm. being told to fall in line. And then also um, like, it's a double, it's a double meaning. It's that, but then also like falling in line is in like, like getting, getting with the program and, and, and aligning myself to where I don't have to deal with those things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like the, the one lyric, um, like nothing ever made me or saved me, my guns off safety. Like I'm cool where I'm at. It's like, fuck everything else. I'm good with me, you know? Um, but yeah, that, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a similar sentiment to like what you were talking about before about like, you know, I'm loving lonely, which was also on day by day while obviously dealing with, you know, racism and certain like expectations that unfortunately come with that. And then expectations of being a woman are two different things. Mm-hmm. The commonality is that they're both like external forces telling you how to be, how to move through the world and how to yeah. live your life. And in both songs, you're very much like, I'm not going to do that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do what makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. This whole project in like in its entirety is me. Uh, it's like an ecosystem. Um, it's a sonic ecosystem of like me. It's a formal introduction to me, but also like it's it's me like stating my claim and being like, I'm here for a reason. I got things going on with, you know whoever I'm dealing with, dating. Um, but I'm here for a reason. I have a purpose and 
I am open to sharing it. That's basically what it is. That's that's the floor. Like to me, because that's beautiful. Like that it's beautiful when I see people doing that. And I wanted to do that. I wanted to like open myself up um, and be vulnerable, which is not easy. Um, but it's something that I feel, especially being an artist, like if if you don't practice vulnerability, your art kind of like it kind of goes to shit, you know? Like if you're not actively being vulnerable with yourself and being honest with yourself, um, it, sh it shows in your art and everything feels like superficial and just plastic. Mm -hmm. Again, another one where it's like, <laughs> I have nothing to add. It happens a lot. Like, you know, the people I interview say really profound things and I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm not going to try and top that. There's no way I can. And so I won't. Well, I mean, on that note, though, we will get to the final song, which is wait. And I mean, she's like a lovely little almost interlude kind of moment. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it is, you know, like, I guess I read it sort of as like, you know, maybe I'm not ready for X, Y, Z thing now, but give me time. Like, you know, it's again, it still feels very accepting. It's still like, you know, I am I'm at where I'm at and that's OK. Mm -hmm. but it's sort of just calmly accepting and being like, OK, like things aren't perfect right now and maybe I'm still healing from something but in time you know yeah it's a mantra it's really like a mantra for me to like remind myself to be patient with myself and that I'm still growing and like again with like all like me being petty um sometimes being a little you know oversharing is something that I do too as well over like oversharing um and like going through these breakups and also like not even just romantic love, but like platonic love, like breaking up with friends and like, you know, outgrowing those those relationships too. Um, weight is just me reminding myself to be patient with myself. And I, I really wanted it to be the outro to the album um, and have Moscato as the intro because in Moscato, I was like, you know, like I got to solve this shit today. And weight is like, calm down, you have time, like be patient with yourself. My middle name means patience rewarded, it's Subira, but my middle name means patience rewarded and it's something that I've been chasing like my entire life. And so wait, I literally wrote that song. It was a couple of years ago that I wrote that actually. I didn't even write it, like I just sang it, but I, I like came up with it while I was just waiting um, for uh, my partner at the time to get off work and I was just like in the car and like I discovered garage band on your iPhone and I just started singing and like truth came out because it's like that thing again like we're like the channel you know like comes through and it's like just me being honest with myself like I need to be patient with myself moving too fast and I feel like it, when you're moving so fast and like so many things are coming at you and you're being pulled in this way that way that way that way you forget who you are and I don't ever want that to happen to me so I was like okay let me just breathe and be patient and heal like you can't rush the healing process like you have to go through it so it's me just hmm, taking a moment to heal properly so that I can be the best me that I am capable of. Florafauna is available now wherever you get your music. This podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by myself, Sophia Lobercaro, and the artwork is by Meg Welford. 